Welcome to Dear Timothy Podcast with Maxwell Ogaga, a practical wisdom-filled podcast for pastors and ministry leaders. Hello, my name is Maxwell Ogaga. I'm excited that you're tuned into the Dear Timothy Pastors and Ministry Leaders Podcast. We've been on a series on Let No One Despise Thy Youth, a word for emerging ministers. Many young ministers, you know, when they get into the ministry, a lot of people look down on them because they're young, especially if you're within the African culture where a lot has to do with age. And uh, Paul writing to his spiritual son, Timothy says, let no one, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12, let no one look down on your youthfulness but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity, show yourself an example of those who believe. And we talked about the fact that God told Jeremiah that he should not also say that he's a youth. So get into the part one of this study, and it will really help you. Today, uh, we're going to focus on, it says, be an example in speech. Be an example in speech. In speech. Now, the temptation of a young person is the fact that whilst you're young and you get into the ministry because you don't want people to look down on you, you will begin to speak arrogantly. You know, sometimes you have young people who speak arrogantly. Uh, there is something that experience does to you. I mean, you can't take that away. There's something that age does to you. You're, you're a bit more patient. You're a bit more tampered. You've gone through the experiences of life and your words, you know, come with more wisdom and more precision, you know, as the Lord helps you. Now, we know that the Holy Spirit can give utterance to a young person, but because you're zealous, you're young, you're agile, you've got to make sure that when you speak, you're speaking words that are seasoned with grace. Now, two things I want to talk about here when it comes to your speech. Number one, Your faith confessions create your realities. Your faith confessions create your realities. So, whilst you are young, do not just make your confessions based on the fact that you're young. Do not limit the impact of your ministry, the influence of your ministry, the ability of your ministry by your confession, okay? You have to confess what the word of God says regarding you, regarding the assignment of God for your life, regardless of your age. God had to tell Jeremiah, In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7, it says, do not say I'm a child. Do not say I'm a child. So there is is how the age you are in uh, can affect your confession. So you think, oh, I will not be able to do this because I'm a child. I'm 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 young. I will not be able to do this because my ministry is young or because my assignment is different. You know, because when you look down on yourself, it will affect your confession. So the first thing you have to take note of is that you do not put boundaries in your ministry by your confession because you're a young person. The resources of God can come to you. The doors of the nations can open to you. Signs, wonders, and miracles can flow through your ministry even though you're young then number two be an example in speech in proverbs chapter 30 and verse 11 it says there is a generation that curseth their father and do not bless their mother now when you are young there's a tendency of despising the older generation and speaking insolent words and 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 you know 
you're almost looking like, yeah, what are those guys doing? And, and that's old school. And I think I can do more. I think that generation is past. No, you, if you are going to be effective in ministry, you must understand that effective ministry will bridge generations. So, you're not using your words to attack. You're an example in speech. Because as a young person, there's a tendency to be callous with words. You know, you haven't, you haven't lived enough to see the repercussion of words. And so, you have to be careful about that, all right? And if we look at David and Saul, when David had the opportunity to kill Saul, he did not. He spoke to Abner, and, and Saul said something. He says, oh, David, my son, you're more righteous than I am. You know, spoke words. David was careful with the words he spoke about Saul. So we must not be the generation that cursed their father. As a young person in ministry, you must be an example in speech. This is, this is both written and verbal speech. Okay? Written and verbal speech. Now, the next thing I'd like to say in this is we have a, a guideline concerning our conversation. In Colossians chapter 4 and verse, verse 6, it says, Let your speech always be with grace. So, as though seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should respond to each person. And this is very important. A minister should be an example of knowing how to respond to each person in speech. Now, as you, as you lead, even, even though you're young, you're an emerging minister, as you lead, you're going to come across three generations. Okay? The generation above you, your generation and the generation below you. Now, there is how to answer people. There is how to answer the critic. There's how to answer your partners. There's how to answer people who believe in you. But the Bible says every single speech that comes out of your mouth, the common denominator there is the fact that it must be seasoned with salt. It must come with grace. It must come with grace. So if a man, if a young person, you don't want others to despise your ministry, make sure you're speaking gracious words. In today's world, we've got social media that allow people to speak. They have access to people that naturally they would not have access to in the physical. And because of these pompous words and arrogant words and prideful words and words of insolence should not come out of the young minister's mouth. If you're going to do well in ministry, if you're going to be effective in ministry, there is so much that words will accomplish for you. Two things. Your confession of faith will set the landmark for your ministry. Your confession of faith will set the boundaries for your ministry. Your conversation with people will facilitate the effectiveness of your ministry. The, your conversation, how you answer people, will, will, will end up affecting the effectiveness of your ministry because your ministry largely on the atrium is going to deal with the interaction with people. And so if you want your ministry to scale, if you want to be more effective, then in your written and verbal communication, you must be an example. All right. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in and for listening. Help us share this podcast with people if it's a blessing to you and let us know how this is blessing you and Go back to all our previous series. We've got um, a 
several series of podcasts on our link. Request for them. Take advantage of them. And also, you can take advantage of all our Dear Timothy series, our pastors and leaders books that were written specifically to help leaders and pastors become effective in the assignment that God is giving to them. We're, we're positioned here to help you get the job done. And that's our role and that's our assignment in your life. God bless you. Until next Thursday. Thank you for listening to Dear Timothy Podcast. For more information, please visit www.pastormax.ng or call plus 234-805-888-7575. Thank you.